Therapy Session 1 Dating Men with Daughters I've been split up from him since 2014. Since then, I've dated three men. Each of these three men has had two daughters. What are the odds of that? Pretty low, I should imagine. The first guy I went out with, well, it didn't last very long. We were both fresh out of our big relationships, both in shock and didn't know it, like blind babies crawling around on all fours in our muddy lives. He was in the throes of his separation. I remember him saying that he felt like he'd just sold his daughters out, that going through the divorce proceedings had made him feel really gross, like the kids were bargaining chips. He had an important job that took him into the city each day, and his kids were in a lot of childcare, and with their mum. But when it was his turn to be dad, he was really good at it, or at least that's what he implied. He'd tell me that he just took the girls to play tennis and they'd played for three hours. Three hours? When my son and I go play tennis, we can usually only last about 30 minutes before we get bored or angry with each other. He'd say he took the girls to get their hair trimmed and buy them shoes and then they had ice creams and send me pictures of them all bubbly and happy. He'd cook the girls elaborate dinners and just dote on their attention and they would shine in his presence. I thought it was a great sign that he was so good with the girls that maybe that meant he was going to be great with me, right? Hmm, wrong. I mean, I'm sure he was a good guy, but a great dad? Boyfriend? Hmm, not so sure. He just agreed to see his girls only on weekends. I think it's not so hard being a great dad for 48 hours a week. You can then just spoil them and they can just love you. It's inevitable that you would become the yes parent, the one that gives them stuff and coddles them, just allows them to play on their screens. I think his decision to only take the girls that much was based on a fear of not knowing how to single parent. I'm pretty sure he wasn't emotionally capable at that pinnacle moment of knowing what he was handing over. He hadn't considered whether the girls needed him or how much he needed to be near them. He was hung over. Divorce proceedings are ridiculous if you think about it. Trying to decide what's best for the kids when you're still reeling from your relationship going into the ditch. Dealing with lawyers who have a lot of expensive and not so caring advice. It's a confusing situation. Playing with his and his kids' lives right then in front of that lawyer whom, let's face it, you can't help but want to impress is totally not fair. And then you have to live with those choices and pretend you knew what you were doing. I never met his kids, which was good because it was way too early. I don't think you should meet the kids till you're really ready. And him and I were not. You may think you are, but if there's one thing I've learned, it takes years. What I did observe, though, was a strength about him and his girls, even if it was just a show. His male pride seemed very much in place, a confidence about his fathering role. I think the breakup was key to him actually starting to take an active part in their lives, and he felt good about it. He was showing up to soccer practice, packing their lunches, doing their laundry, and it was making him feel wholesome. His breakup was shifting his relationship into his kids' lives, whereas before, 
He was dragging himself home and just reading them a good night story. He told me that his wife had made some comment about him being a half-baked father in front of the lawyers and it had really stung because he knew it was partly true. So he was pulling up his socks. It seems to me it's not always the most sensible things that make us do the right thing. I'm sure his wife had probably asked him a thousand times to be more present with his kids. But the comment in front of the lawyers had wriggled through his wall and actually caused an effect on him. Maybe if he'd taken part in his parenting role before the divorce, he wouldn't be getting divorced. Maybe the divorce made him into a better husband and better father. Maybe we all need to get a divorce to remind us not to get a divorce. I don't know. And me? Well... <laughs> Looking back on it, I seem inconsequential. I was just an occasional girlfriend. We just went for nice dinners. He just saw the shiny, happy me selectively when he felt like it. And then he stared deeply into my big open eyes and didn't know what the hell to think. It was all too much too soon. So when I'd say anything needy, well, he just jumped up the nearest tree so fast I couldn't even watch him go. Bye. See you later. The second guy, well, his relationship with his girls was very loaded. He would keep his phone on and beside him at all times. If they called when we were in a restaurant or theater or, well, in a very private situation, he would always answer, literally grabbing the phone, shaking, like someone had just had a terrible accident. His, his guilt, guilt and codependency co were huge. If I, if I ever asked, asked if he could, if he could accompany, accompany me to, to anything, anything, he would cringe and check his calendar. If it was on a day when he was meant to have the girls, his face would just fall. He hated me asking. I get invited to really amazing things and want to share them with my boyfriend, but my life wouldn't stand a chance. One day when we were in a discussion, he told me, even if we go on holiday together, I'd like to spend some time alone with my girls. How is that supposed to make me feel? Some, Some things, things are better, better off left unsaid. In the meantime, his daughters and I were really bonding. I really liked hanging out with them. We got along really well and they loved my son. It was almost like he was getting annoyed about that. He was getting jealous of our relationship. So I felt it was an unwinnable egg type situation. Girls. Which comes first, us or the girls? But maybe that was just completely the wrong question to be asking. It's not a relationship if the kids are involved. Is it a family? It's a family. If you go out with someone with kids, you are opening that door into your kid's life. And that's a big, heavy and wonderfully scary door. The third guy, same thing. He had to keep telling me that he was just so happy when he was with his daughters. It felt like a jab. It felt like a jab. When he had his daughters with him, I always felt like I was put on the back burner. I know, I know. But it's just insulting. My mother taught me to have good manners. It's really simple. You can't say to someone, I really like you, but not when there's chocolate on the table. Then I'm going to ignore you and stuff my face. How about, I really like you, and when there's chocolate on the table, I'm going to ask if you'd like a bit, and we can enjoy it together. That's maybe a rubbish analogy, but you get the point. 
Dating men with their daughters feels really hard. It's his family and yours. When men are with their daughters, they really do not give you a second thought. You are not in the room. Or maybe they selectively give you a little bit of their time. Another thing I've noticed is that men with daughters do not understand my son. They don't understand boys. They don't really chat with my son or bond with him. They think my son should act like a man. They never consider that he might feel threatened by them or seek their approval. They just roll their eyes most of the time, which makes my son do what? Act like a doorknob. My son gets louder and louder, trying to get their attention, trying to get a reaction until eventually the boyfriend will just have enough and shout or belittle my son and I'll end up getting defensive and annoyed. So what do you do? You basically go on holiday in separate cars. So you can escape home if the going gets tough. Families don't get to escape when they have to work things out. But when you're in a new relationship, you don't have to work things out because you just tried doing that with the last partner and it didn't work that time. So why would it work this time? Don't get me wrong. I'm guilty too. If I really wanted to get my man and his daughters, I probably could. I've watched women get men and they are single-minded about it. But I have also just been through the ringer, so am I committed? I don't know. I used to be single-minded about men, but my mind is now, well, it's got too much information in it to settle with any of the men with daughters that I've met. So I must ask myself, am I not single-mindedly going after my man because men with daughters are annoying, or are men in their 50s who've been through a divorce just annoying, or (laughs) are men in general just annoying? No, I love men. My son will be a man one day and he will be great. Of course. So you leave and then the man with the daughter says to himself, see, thank God I didn't really commit to her because it wasn't going to last anyway. I picture him sitting there saying this with egg running down his chin. Men are scared shitless of commitment because basically they have just been through a huge sobering battle. I'm starting to conclude that we should just all be single because being in a relationship without any commitment is a sham and hurtful to you, your kids, his daughters, and in the end, him. There's just one tiny part of me, though, that kind of gloats and that teenage girls can be really awful sometimes. Shh. Oh, not his. No, of course not. Hmm. Anyway, maybe it's time for me to find a man with sons. Or maybe it's time for me to ask a professional, because maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just lost. For the record, my (laughs) name is Mia Sheard, and I'm a registered psychotherapist. Um, And listening to um, these scenarios, the thing that stands out for me is like that, I mean, we're talking about three guys, three men and their daughters. So... That's three guys out of however many million men there are in the world. Um, the thing that I'm curious about is what attracted you to them? Like what, because you're attracted to the, like I'm wondering rather than men with daughters, but these guys in particular. So what drew you to them? I don't, I don't think it was the fact that they had a family. I probably didn't know that about them. Um, it was sort of, you know, when you go up, go through a big breakup, the thing you want really fast and quick when you come out of it is a new 
boyfriend mm -hmm. to sweep you away from all of the bad things that are going on, I think. It's, yeah. it's like you're running away into the next relationship. Right. But I'm not, I'm not sure I'm still doing that. It's been five years. I think I've mended. I think during the process of these three relationships, I've, I've found myself to a large extent. Okay. So you might be more, um, uh, you might do more due diligence before you start. Like the fact that they have kids and they're in one of the guy, the first guy was in a really messy divorce. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to the courts, um, I haven't been out with a guy who doesn't seem to be in a di messy divorce and not fighting with their ex. Oof, right. Which isn't a good sign either, is it? Well, they're going to be preoccupied. Yeah. Right, so they're still engaged. Yeah. I mean, they, they will be, obviously, when you have kids, you're inextricably linked to your partner. Yeah. But what kind of relationship, I mean, if the first guy that's going to court, that's pretty serious. Yeah. Like, but if you're actually going to court, um, which is probably the worst thing you can do for your kids, um, then you know, in a way, you can get a, get a sense of, A, these people are not able to communicate in any way, find any resolution, um, and pay a lot of money to have someone else force... It's just, it's so messy, and it's probably the last resort that anyone would ever do. But... Um, so I would steer clear of anybody who's in a court case with their partners. Yeah. I would just, right away. So, that made so much sense. As I was sitting there and she, she's talking, I was thinking, did I, I walked into three relationships. But I remember the third man with daughters, I remember even saying, if you're fighting with your ex, then I'm really, that's a really bad sign. And he assured me that he wasn't and that she was fun. So, hmm, he lied. Why do I still find it shocking that people lie? Maybe he didn't, maybe he wanted his relationship to be yeah, good. Yeah, so to actually get to the point where you're suing each other basically is yeah. ability to yeah. do or conflict to, resolution. Yeah, or to just accept loss. Or for one person to just sort of graciously, maybe, it you know, nothing's fair, right? But this idea that they want fair. So they're going to fight. But who gets stuck in the middle are these kids. So I can imagine that there's a lot of guilt between these parents. There's a lot of... So that guy's going to be also wanting to show that he's going to be the better parent. You know, I can just imagine, yeah, you, you want to avoid that altogether. Don't get in the middle of that. So the strong and clear advice is vet the man that you want to go out with before you start. Ask him some really searching questions. Maybe we need to put together a list of questions <laughs> to ask the prospective man and that he's not allowed to lie because you, you wanted him writing. Oh, I like that. But back to the question, do men use their daughters as a shield to prevent them from moving on and into a relationship? You know, it, it would be a really good study. It would be very interesting. I don't know if you can because there's so many variables, but the father and daughter bond and the mother and son bond, I mean, there's sort of a, a kind of cliche where there's the 
you know, there's the Oedipus, yeah. Oedipal thing, and then there's the Electra for girls. So girls that will um, want to defend their fathers, and and the mother is the other woman. The, the other, other woman. woman. There it is. That's the way I felt. And, and the mother is the Simple. other woman. So there's that. But I I think of course like I think there's you know there's there's nuance right there's nuance in every relationship in every human between between you and this person and what was happening what you know could have been his daughters could have been using his daughters as an excuse or um, but there, it just seemed what was missing was um, maybe some curiosity or or if there was curiosity there weren't questions being asked right like are you being you know how how do you feel about this what are your what are the boundaries like establishing what are you okay with what are you not okay with um dating do you feel ready or you know just questions yeah did you um did i ask those questions yeah yeah starting to squirm in my seat i mean no you don't ask questions you just look into that man's eyes and think hmm Oh, this could be my new boyfriend. You don't want to know all the answers. You just want to fling yourself at your next relationship. Because you're not an adult either. I think it's just that simple. Mm -hmm. You know? Most men, and I was going to write a thing about this, most men say that their exes are crazy. And what I say back now most of the time is maybe you drove her crazy because yeah. it's very easy to, to, to turn the knife in someone if you yeah. know them. If you want them to get crazy, it's, you can do it. Of course, but I would say it's always a two-way street. Yeah. It's, so how did you drive this person crazy? What was your role in driving the person crazy? Yeah. They drove you crazy, you drove them crazy. Um, it's in even that's why I'm saying what was your role in ending up with these particular guys yeah. what drew you to them what was and you know again you can go back to sort of your first it's probably sadly just availability I mean it's yeah. so difficult meeting people that yeah. you tend to maybe just accept or you blind yourself to maybe these you go oh well maybe his ex is crazy maybe this is the one that does have the crate and he's a good guy because they can talk they usually can make you you know uh -huh. believe certain things right i would always come down to rather than paying attention to what someone does but pay attention to how you feel with them and what they do so just just pay attention to how they behave and how you feel with them. All right. And ignore what they say because people will say lots of things. Yeah. But what do they do? Yes. Yeah. So, good advice. Pay attention to how your partner makes you feel and ask questions before you throw yourself into a relationship. Yeah. Really good advice. Thank you, Mia Sheard. And that's it for this podcast. Bye. If you'd like to support therapy, please go to iTunes and buy one of my CDs, Tamara Williamson. <laughs>